Hello, everybody. This is Chris McAdoo. As always, I am honored to be in your ears with the Big Ideas Welcome podcast, and I'm honored to introduce you to a friend of mine, someone who I feel just embodies the power and spirit of, of trying new things, of entrepreneurship at its best. This is Erica Biddix. She spent over 20 years developing a seven-figure meetings and events agency full of Fortune 500 clients, national recognition, glitz and glamour and all the things and overwhelm and burnout. And in 2019, she decided, you know what, I'm going to change this and I'm going to start Aught. It's a company on a mission to change lives and local communities through female entrepreneurship. She's committed to sharing this message, this message of that women deserve seats at all the tables and the opportunity to build them, you know, if that's, if that's their thing, I think you're, you're going to love her message, her willingness to do the work that it takes to make, well, to lift up others, right? Collaboration, community, mutual mentorship. And she's got some big announcements. So if you're sparked by what you hear, go visit Erica at weareot.com or check them out at weareot on social media. As always, thank you to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, dedicated to changing lives through entrepreneurship. Knoxville, Tennessee, also known as the Maker City. Y'all, I am so excited to introduce you to Erica Bettics. My name is Erica Bettics, and my big idea is that it's never too late to discover your purpose, that women can do anything at all, and that the power of community can create magic. I was in a Toronto, Canada in 2019 at a conference for meeting and event planners. And a woman named Jade Simmons was our keynote speaker. There were a few thousand of us in the room, but I'm here to tell you, she <laughs> talked directly to me. Um, she, she plays piano and she, uh, de- she does some music mixing while she's up there and she's just a dynamic personality. And as a meeting planner, I've been around a lot of keynote speakers. I kind of tune them kind of tune them out. But um, this woman, like she just grabbed me from, from the get go. And she said words that literally changed my life. Um, She said, your purpose is what happens to others when you do what you do. And um, all of the sudden I had this permission that my form of doing something great could not be me producing something or whatever. My, my purpose could be helping other women reach their purpose. So where I was in that moment was I had had owned my own business for a while. I had been working out of my house for seven years at that point. We had moved to Knoxville um, within that timeframe too. And when you move and don't work in an office, it makes it harder to, you know, meet friends, whatever. So I was looking for an office space and that all of that is what I walked into that room with was you know, entrepreneurship for a few years, loneliness, looking for an office. And then she says these magic words. And my immediate thought was, I'm going to open a co-working space for female entrepreneurs. That's how this started. <laughs> it was girl boss offices. It was really meant just to be 12 to 14 women working in a space. As you referenced, um, COVID hit pretty immediately after we um, opened our doors. That was fun because I had just, you know, put all the money into into that. And my job at that point was to 
continue the community that had started. So we opened it to be office space, but we opened it to be a community for these women because as lonely as I was, I knew other women were as well. What happened because of all of that um, is that we started to see that our community didn't have to just be the women that were in the physical space. So a lot came out of that. Um, at the same time, my, my father was very ill um, and I was traveling and there was COVID and different women were trying really hard to keep their businesses running and um, the support that they were offering each other. And by the time we went to our, our name change, it was a whole other story. But by the time we got to the name change, I realized this thing I had opened only for 12 to 14 women was actually a basis of a belief that could support every woman that was out there. Because women go into entrepreneurship for a variety of reasons. Generally speaking, they're not trying to get away from having friends at work, <laughs> but they they then become, you know, solopreneurs or they're working in their house, et cetera. And suddenly you're wondering where the grown up in the room is. And it's not that you're not the grown up and it's not that you're not in charge or you're not the boss, but every once in a while, you just want someone else to read a hard email before you hit send on it. And your dogs can't do that. So what we found was when we were in community physically, women were able to talk about what had happened at home the night before or what they had watched on The Bachelor, or they could talk about the difficulty they were going through um, with their kid at school, or they could celebrate you know, a college um, entrance letter that had shown up at their house. They suddenly were able to bring that part of being human into their work that is missing when you're entrepreneuring on your own. And as we started to, you know, what's the word, um, except <laughs> that this little side hustle thing I had opened that was going to run itself was really something that could make a, an actual difference in the world. Um, we just went for it. We took the leap. And so our belief is that community, and especially for us, it's women in community, is greatness. That magic can happen for those women, for their businesses, for their families, for their individual communities. They just need someone to invite them in, and they just need the community to exist. Women, like many other um, communities that may potentially be marginalized um, financially speaking, we have less access to capital funding. Um, which when you want to talk about what does that mean in real life, what it means is we don't have money to market. So we are marketing against male-led organizations who have money to put into and greater reach. So when you buy from a small business, when you buy from a business that's owned by a person of color, or you buy from a business that is woman-owned, you are giving them capital that they didn't have before and allowing them to stay open another day. Hurdle number two is the imaginary, <laughs> the imaginary uh, guidelines that women believe to be there because we've told we've always been told that they're there. So we apologize more than men do when someone asks us our opinion on something, whether we could be the president of the company and the most important quote unquote person sitting at the table, but we still will say, um, I'm sorry, what I meant was, as opposed to this is what I'm saying, or this may be dumb, but these are just things that are naturally in our vocabulary because the women before us used those words or um, generations before us kind of had to be deferential like that. And then the third piece is the historic 
nature, um, and story of women getting together, um, you know, middle school is not a pretty situation for most people, but middle school girls, like that's, that's still a thing. I have a middle school girl and I have said to her before, like, it just has always been like this. And she said to me, I don't care if it's always been like this. It should not be like this for me. And so I think to myself, we are complicit in that if we don't speak out against it and we don't start to try to make that generational change um, as women to say, hey, you don't actually have to just like get through middle school and high school and that's going to suck. And then when you get older, you all will get together as women and realize that you're better off if you work together and in community. Like we can actually start teaching that earlier. (laughs) They don't have to go through through all of that to get to it. But the magic that happens when women come together for no reason other than support of each other is insane. We've got women who um, have quadrupled the size of their business. We have women who have closed their businesses, but have found their purpose in a fully employed job that someone else connected them to. Um, We have women who have had personal struggles that have been walked through those personal struggles by, by other women um, either in the same space or, or virtually. And the success that comes out of that for these women in their own definition of what success is cannot be overstated. But I'm a strong believer in the ripple effect. Only thing I want people to say about me when I die is that I was a kind person and that I raised good kids. And I think when I say being a kind person, what I mean is I hope that I treat others in a way that has a ripple effect of them then treating others in a kind way. And we see that same ripple effect happening with ought. I don't care if you have never paid to attend a thing or, or been a co-working member or whatever, if I can help you, I'm going to help you. And hopefully that means you as a female entrepreneur will then help the next female entrepreneur when they say they need help from you, even if maybe they're not buying a, a good or service from you. So and I think it's something Knoxville has in spades is that our community, our entrepreneur community acts like that for everyone. One of the things that Ott does is we provide uh, what's considered business coaching, right? So we've got a mastermind group. Um, I do in-person events. I have a big announcement we're making. Um, But here's the deal. I'm not for everybody. And I am aware of that. Like I'm a lot. (laughs) So there's some people who maybe want a different kind of coach. Um, And I, I can't coach everybody in the world. I can't coach I can't coach every female entrepreneur. I can't coach 1% of the female entrepreneurs. So I want to serve those that, that want to be served by me, but I also think the other women still need business coaches. So there is absolutely nothing wrong with me saying to them, if they say, I don't want you for me to say, well, how about this woman? Or how about this woman? Or how about this woman? That doesn't take anything away from me. And it also serves that person better to do that. And you know what? If you are a baker and you're not doing gluten-free stuff, great. Send people who come to you and ask for gluten-free to one of the gluten-free bakers, because that person that came to you has a need. You can't serve it. It is no skin off your nose to send them to somebody else who can serve them. And the next time they need to order a cake or a friend needs to order a cake, they may send them to you because you were a good person. Erica Biddix. I told you you'd be challenged. I told you that you would be, well, you would leave better than you were when you started. And I think we made good on that promise. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard from Erica, I do encourage you go check out We Are Ought 
on uh, weareout.com or we are out on all social media channels. She's got such big things that she's already done and such big things in the future. I love how she's willing to do that work. I love how she's willing to bring communities along with her and empower, uh, well, empower everyone, but empower women to do their best work alongside each other. Thanks again to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. Learn more about how you can change your life through entrepreneurship at noxyc.com or check us out on all the social channels. And if you've got a big idea, I want to hear it. Hello at bigideaswelcome.com. Let me know. What do you think? And and, And also, I want to know what you think about the new format. We're trying to get you in and out in the time it takes to drive to work or walk the dog and introduce you to these amazing people, both in our community here in Knoxville, as well as the Southeast. We've got some big interviews coming up that I am excited about. So anyway, that's hello at bigideaswelcome.com. Y'all, I am Chris McAdoo. I am honored to be in your ears. Let's get to work. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxyc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.